Hi, uh, welcome to the CastCast. I'm Ella. I'm Ilsa. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Estia. This week, we are covering episode two of season four, Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean Winchester, which I think is a reference to uh, a Judy Bloom book. Uh, I haven't read it. Me neither. I'm not old enough, I don't think. I don't think any of us are old enough. I'm not, and I'm the eldest, so. Yeah, so it wouldn't be, yeah. (laughs) it was uh, written by Sarah Gamble and uh, also Lou Bolo, who is the stunt coordinator for a lot of Supernatural. Um, and it was directed by Phil Segrecia. Icon. Um, yeah. Um, well, just quickly off the top, um, we just released our first episode and we have had so much uh, really fun, good feedback. Yeah. Right? Like, Thank you guys so, so much. Lovely. Uh, we really have been very, very grateful, um, and we will continue to be very, very grateful. You guys have been very, very nice. Is the is the main point? Yeah. It's and this is for us, really. So, like, the fact that there's anyone listening is such a treat. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I like that you snuck it in there. It is for us. So sorry if you hate it, but it is for us. But it, yeah, so it's mainly know. for us. It's mainly for us. Yeah, I should keep that in mind. We're already talking about it all the time, so we thought, well, let's just do a little bit of structured talk and see how it changes it. And you like us. And you do Um, like us. Like, don't lie. And don't be shy. (laughs) Um, You know, tweet at us or email us. Or if you're shy, we have uh, Anon on on the Ask Box on Tumblr. So if you, you know, if if you're shy, you know, drop us a little anonymous note. Um, but we want to hear from you because we record for ourselves and that is fun and we make ourselves <laughs> laugh, but you know, you're listening to it. You get to be a part of it too. So exactly. um, if yeah. you drop us a note, maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Um, yeah, that's something cool. like that. So yeah. Speaking about talking about it on the show, I want to give a special shout out to Caitlin who gave, <laughs> Caitlin! Ella, who gave Ella some real time feedback, uh, <laughs> yesterday, apparently. Uh, thanks for watching. Caitlin. Has a- yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Caitlin hasn't watched the show before. Um, Coming in fresh. Like, I'm going to listen to the pod anyway. Yep. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, it was really sweet. Wait, in terms of people listening to things, can I tell you um, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was telling my mom about um, just like the podcast and that the trailer had gone live and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, oh, well, let me let me listen to the trailer. Um let me just say it is excruciating to play oh my God. even just a five minute thing in out loud. I was playing it from my computer and we were sitting next to each other and she was listening. No. And like, she did think it was funny and she's my mom. Like she loves me, but just yeah. in terms of experiences, um, I don't recommend it. If you're trying to show I... somebody a podcast, just send them the link and they can listen in their own time. Can, you don't need I... to be there. <laughs> can I tell you when our episode went live, right? <laughs> I had a friend come over that same day because uh, she happened to have the day off and we hadn't seen each other in ages. So um, I said, come over, come meet my cat. You know, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. And um, I had just done the edit. I sent it over or I uploaded it so Ella could have a listen to it and see if there were any issues. And she found like three little things that I just like dead air and stuff to remove. And I was like, OK, I'll just quickly do this and then upload again. <laughs> but by that time, my friend was here and I was like, Will you hang out with my cat for like 10 minutes at most? 
well, I quickly fixed this thing. I'm just editing something for a project. And then, of course, the more you're like cagey about it, the more your friend wants to know what the fuck kind of project you're working on. Like, you just need to, you, you gotta tell them. So, long story short, <laughs> yeah, it is, sounds so sus. <laughs> long story short, I did end up um, playing her the trailer. Yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, she actually said something really nice, Jess, that you will, you will like a lot. She said that all three of us, because later that day, we also listened to Lucy Dacus. She said we had similar voices to Lucy Dacus. So there Shut you go. Shut up. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, she was like, what, all of us? That yeah. On my yeah. <laughs> it's cute. She was like, yeah, it's like nice and it um, resonant or whatever and like well-rounded. Even though her voice is obviously deeper than like mine, for sure. But, you know. That's, uh, um, well, I'm glowing, so. Yeah, great. Really great. Thank you. <laughs> you can but we are blushing. <laughs> That's my friend, George. She's the best. Um, I hope she doesn't continue to listen Hi, to George. us because she's absolutely not going to enjoy Supernatural. Because she was like, well, if you're doing a podcast, I'll have to listen. Don't. If you're listening you to this, to. stop it. Get out of here. You could also just listen to the pod now to show. <laughs> that might be fun. Well, that's what Caitlin said. Caitlin's like, well, I'm only going to watch Cass Epps if you guys are only covering Cass Epps. And I was like, that's fine. No, the Cass Caitlin. natural agenda continues. Power to you, Caitlin. <laughs> um, I was like, you can just ask me questions if you get lost. Totally. Yes. I have an encyclopedic knowledge at this point. So, you know. Yeah. Um, Are we going to get into this? Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess we have to say as well, very light on the cast this episode. Uh, it um, doesn't appear till the end. So light, but it can so... get worse. Pardon? I said it's so light, but it can get worse, and it does. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what we do get of Cass is great and very, very juicy, yeah. uh, but it's still very light. Yeah, I think it does make up for it in terms of intensity, though. Like, there's a lot of value in that very short intensity is a good word yeah. for that scene yeah you're, sure. you're welcome I, I i know my audience um so this whole episode is just like hunters getting their shit rocked i feel so bad for them but maybe they should have done a better job i don't know um getting their entire torso just like just ripped open ripped, ripped open so gross <laughs> yeah like so we start out with our little teaser part of the f and um there's this hunter, Olivia Lowry, who gets cornered by some ghosts in her own home. Um, and these ghosts kill her after she apologizes for not saving them. I don't think she specifies that she didn't, couldn't save them. She just says, I'm so sorry, and then they kill her. And it's sad. It's bad. And the salt basically does fuck all, it seems. Um, crazy. Crazy how yeah, that never works out. they a bit different than regular ghosts. Sure are. Um, and we find out that she knows Bobby because uh, you hear him on the answering machine. That's the end of it. And then we get to go to Bobby's house where we just see books every fucking where. What a guy. Um, he's got some books. He's got some fucking books. He's got a library, but then he has a kitchen that is also a library. Isn't that, isn't that dope? I think that's really special. I, I know people like that. Like I've, I've met people with houses like Bobby. There's a certain type of person. I think when I was in high school, my parents' house looked like that. <laughs> Bad time. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so hitting the books is Bobby and Sam and Dean. 
Although Dean's kind of abandoned the books and he's standing in front of the kitchen sink arguing with Sam about whether or not he was raised from hell by an actual angel or if this thing Castiel was lying to him. Which is so special. Yeah, Dean's not on board um, and Sam is very much on board this whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what we're getting from it is the two sides. Sam's like, thing. why isn't this true? Uh, I think it's true. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Can you repeat it? Oh, it's just like Dean is like, as if this is ha- truth, like, you know, yeah. there's no way this could be the case. And Sam's like, I don't know. It could be. Yeah. So they have this whole exchange where um, Dean is saying basically like, I'm not going to believe this thing is an angel. Maybe it's a demon. Demons lie. He could have lied about being an angel. Um, and then Sam is like, yeah, demons aren't immune to Ruby's knife, though, and all these other things. Um, so true. So true. Say that, Sam. And then it turns into <laughs> it turns into like a theological debate a little bit. Um because Sam is is getting uh angry that Dean is not willing to believe this at all. It's almost like he has I think in this situation I would say like Dean is he's not just being skeptical, he's being directly like refusing to take any proof to um proof positive, if you will, of the situation. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's really frustrating to Sam. But then, of course, Bobby calls, calls him over, and we get a very special book that we get to look at. Um, very conveniently um, placed book in Bobby's collection. <laughs> yeah, basically they have... It's a- the, it's the oh, classic, my. like, law master of the show just having, oh, this book. But, you know, we, we, we need to have it. We, yeah, it's a good book. Basically, yeah, Bobby's like, I have all these sources. And then one of the sources is uh, an Ill- illustrated manuscript of a guy getting saved from hell. Um, and the guy looks a lot like Dean. And the angel pulling him by the shoulder looks a lot like Cass in the sense that it's dark. Very curious. Yeah, very <laughs> curious as to whether this was on purpose or not by the art department. I'm guessing it was. I'm guessing it was. Like, It's fun. You have to sometimes hammer that shit in just for the audience. Um, and then they have an exchange that last time we recorded this, Jess, really pissed you off. Um, I remember that you were, <laughs> you were getting really angry because <laughs> Dean, was like, Dean was having this whole why me moment um, about why does he get saved from hell? Oh, right. And it's just like. To, uh, oh, wait, um, we forgot to mention at the start oh, that this is the second time we are trying to record this. I just right. And so, listeners, I apologize. I didn't rewatch this for yeah. the re-recording. So, um, I, I, I'm, to, my takes yeah. aren't as fresh. Um, but I remember, <laughs> um, like, Dean is very, like, woe is me about all this in a way that where it's, like, somebody's so self-loathing that it, like, loops back around to just, like, self-obsession. Um, so I just find that to be a deeply irritating trait in anybody, fictional character or <laughs> real person that you know. Um, drink to that. Because it's just, like, at a certain point, you hate yourself so much that it's evident that you only ever think about yourself. And it really, I get that vibe from Dean here. And it's, like, can you... Take up a hobby, any hobby, origami. Uh, he was in hell for 40 years, Jess. <laughs> We're challenging some Dean girlisms here. Um, no, but what I wanted to 
But I wanted to point out, it's like, I agree with you, Jess. Like, it is really annoying. But I do enjoy, like, there are moments within it. Like, there's a bit, a bit where Dean says, like, it creeps him out. That if God is taking a personal image, I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's also really fun in retrospect, like, when you watch this after seeing the end of the show, <laughs> that, you mm. know, he's like, you know, why is someone so obsessed with me? And it's like, the whole show ends up being, yeah, Chuck was really obsessed with these brothers. Like, you don't know um, the half um, of it, my dude. You're so, <laughs> so, you're Yeah, more. like, this is just the tip of the iceberg of, like, the plans or whatever. I have in my uh, notes, the um, you're be. a regular guy who's important to the man upstairs, and it's like, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> yeah. Are you ever? <laughs> um, and Sam also says, I think he wants you to strap on your party hat. Yeah, <laughs> Because Dean says that he um, doesn't like being singled out at birthday parties, let alone by God or mm. something like that. Um, mm. and then, well, get over I, it. You're the main character of this TV show. He needs to get wise to this ASAP because I'm uh, bored by him. <laughs> You're bored okay, by what is shit? it? Is he, is, he, is, he, is he not being the main character enough or is he thinking about himself too much? <laughs> um, I don't think main characters... <laughs> constantly think about themselves but i think dean constantly is like uh, i don't like, know Listen, she's sleepy so she's being so strong coming back from hell <laughs> like, that's the topic of the conversation you know what jess if anything you should be more sympathetic to jean because to jean to dean because the way you feel to jean the way you feel right now, like tired and a little achy and whatnot, that's how he feels all the time. Because this man does not sleep, <laughs> drinks too much, he's not getting also, rest, he's, not, he's like sleeping it. on floors. I, I don't like it when you use my own words against me. <laughs> you make me think about what I just said. Sorry, it's sorry. One thing that's I'll really important to me is that I can, I'll say whatever and then <laughs> seconds later I contradict it and you know, that's life. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just trying to no. get a uh, train of thought going. No. Where, where, where we're landing on Ella, here. That's fine. Let's just... Ella, absolutely don't apologize. I won't be having um, this in this, in this podcast. Don't have it. Okay. Actually, it's funny because in the last episode in 4.1... Okay. Uh, in the discussion, we literally uh, do this exact thing where I'm yeah. like, is this a good thing that this happened to Dean? No, it's not. And then like two seconds later, I'm like, Dean should be grateful that Gas got him out of hell. Like, it's really good that he's not in hell anymore. So, uh, listen, I, I know that I do him. this. I just don't care that much. <laughs> Sometimes Caskerlism can be toxic. Anything in too much can can get over that not line. To- not Cask. So we get back to after this whole confrontation and the resolution that they will be studying, um, as you do in a house where the kitchen's also a library, you're just going to be studying. You should know that off the bat. Um, they resolve that they will be studying and Dean also decides that he will be getting mm-hmm. some pie and mm-hmm. not only will he be getting some pie, he will not be driving to get it himself. Sends his little brother on an errand because he's fucking annoying or some shit. I don't know. Anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, it's funny that he's just not like, I'm going to go to the shops. It's funny that he's like, I'll do the research. That, that's yeah, you know what? Sometimes you just need different. to make the story make sense and you can't have Ruby pitch up at Bobby's. So, you know, um, anyway, so Sam runs into Ruby at the, what is it? Like a, a gas station uh, that he is um, 
getting his pie at, which, by the way, why are you buying pie at a convenience store? That seems fucked up, and it doesn't seem like it would be good. Um, I think Dane will eat literally any kind of He definitely pie. will, but that's not the question. The question is Sam should have better taste. Um, anyway, um, he, does, he, does, he does. Sam doesn't like Dean that much, so he's <laughs> like, here, have gas station pie. That is so mean. I don't think he even gets the pie. He forgets the pie, He right? does Isn't forget the like, pie. Yeah, he um, says, Dean, yeah. when have I ever forgotten the pie? And then he forgets the fucking pie. Crazy. Because he's on the phone with Dean at, in that scene. Um, All right, what's yeah. the point of this scene? The point of the scene is that Ruby turns up and is like... <laughs> Thank you for getting us back on track. One of the scenes is that Ruby turns up. Stop laughing, Ella. We have to be strong. Ruby turns up. Is like, this has been funny. It's like, hey, um, did is it true that your brother got out of hell thanks to an angel? And um, Sam's like, oh, you heard? And he, she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, the demons are freaked. She's freaked. And then I love this bit where Sam says that he's not scared of angels. Um, oh, yeah. I just love that. Uh, that is just so, like, he is so brave and he is not scared, which is fun. I like... Obviously, he doesn't know much about them yet, but... Yeah. yeah. I remember last time we, we recorded this, we spoke briefly about the fact that um, it almost seems like Sam's a little arrogant, and I think that's fun. Mm. Season four, Sam should be more arrogant, more of, more of the time. Yeah, and then but then, like, he literally shoots God. Like, he's... That's the guy. He's right to be arrogant. Yeah. Like, he is the guy, yeah. Legend. Um, not not in this scene, listeners. He does not shoot God in this scene. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know that. If you're listening to that's the show, brief, you definitely know brief, that. In like 10 years brief, from this, this episode. Is for, this is for Ella's friend, Caitlin. Oh, who hasn't that's, seen that's, <laughs> Just for her. Just for Caitlin. Caitlin, sorry. That's my bad. We should have clarified. Sorry. Caitlin, that's something to look forward to once you get to season 15. She is the only person that I can guarantee has listened to it. I'm not sure. All these other people. Yeah, I don't want not confirmed. I don't want terrible. I have no idea. But I do like that the um, uh, demons are scared of angels and also that like um, nobody's really seen one but the demons are like this yeah. is not good. Like we, we're running scared. Like this is a yeah. big this is a major deal. Um, I love as well when they like, refer to like the demons because it's like I guess yeah. we know that like in the future Crowley is the king of hell but right now it's like I don't know what you're just imagining that all the demons are like texting yeah. each other like oh, right God, did you guys because there like, <laughs> like what's because the there is system? a part where um <laughs> Ruby says who hasn't when she when um Sam says have you heard or so you heard uh, about the the fact that an angel got, yeah. So there has to be some kind of... Which is interesting because it was only Dean and Bobby in the barn. Like, mm. so how do oh, no. the demons um, know about this? Because of, like, the um, the demon that survived um, after uh, Cass went and, like, smited them all at that Oh, the, uh, that woman place. that Dean kept slapping because he's a big man. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. Sam, like, uh, you know, exercised her or whatever, so... I'm guessing that demon sent the message to hell. She went back to hell as Black Smoke and was like, Yeah, that's exactly how they do it. Um, (laughs) Exactly. It actually is precisely. That's how the smoke sounds. Um, (laughs) What I wanted to (laughs) There's a a next scene. Okay, next scene. We're getting silly. Um, We're getting too silly. It's like two scenes. 
basically Sam just driving back up to the salvage yard. Um, and Bobby's like, hey, keep the engine running. We just got some calls. Or we called some more hunters. They didn't pick up. We're going to go check on them. That's basically the deal. Um, and uh, so they go do that. And we get some of the worst acting I've ever seen from Jared Padalecki. And I'm going to call it out because it sucked. It sucked ass. <laughs> um, Savage. It was so bad, guys. It was so bad. Light him he, up, Elsa. <laughs> when he, okay, so not only is the writing really awkward, Sarah Gamble has, has Dean say about Olivia Lowry, the hunter who dies at the start, um, when they find her stash and shit, um, he pulls it out. And he finds their her EMF meter, and he says, "Olivia was rocking the EMF meter." Now, listeners, if you can, st- for a second, <laughs> just be here with me. Is that a sentence that you could ever imagine anyone saying, just like off the cuff? No, right? I, okay. Unfortunately, I could actually see <laughs> yes. myself saying something like that. <laughs> yes, that's what I was gonna say. Um, I think I think Dean says a lot of stuff that is unconventional to say the least but i'm i'm rocking with him saying that oh she's my God. Been okay never him. mind yeah. <laughs> okay. all right fine outvoted <laughs> this no, might come up a bit ilsa maybe because like different you know you've got a whatever, different yeah. language uh background also, behind yeah that does sound stupid it doesn't sound stupid i just <laughs> yes <laughs> Stupid okay, myself, I'm glad to so. hear that you're there for him for, for this at least. Um, I'm on D- for this, I'm on D. When he sounds stupid and we like it, it's good. When he sounds stupid Very and we good. don't like it, it's bad. The thing so. that Jared exactly. does, and I'm not giving this to Sam because it's not his fault. Um, <laughs> Jared does this thing where he has his he like holds his face in his like his chin as he's crouched down, and then he's like. <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry. Spirit activity. He sounds like someone on CSI. He sounds like someone on CSI. And it sucks. It's so bad. He's, he looks like he does in Changing Channels when he's being a parody of those police procedural shows. And it's crazy to me that he did that. And uh-huh. he was like, yeah. They were like, yeah, we'll use this take. What were the others like? We got it. Good. Don't they were it like, again. cut. We've seen it. enough. Thanks. <laughs> I'm worried that we are setting a precedent that we are going to talk about every time Jared um, fumbles the bag a little bit. With his it just delivery. sucks. Well, it sucks. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell that. you. It was bad. <laughs> don't say when I'm sorry really to me. Egregious. I'm not defending. I'm not. I'm sorry, Jared. <laughs> I'm not defending. A 40 or 50 like... year old man. Yeah, like, I'm getting hot. into it. <laughs> you better at your. Okay. Fun. Okay. So. All right. Oh um, basically, next up, we they're on their way back. They found out that there some of the other hunters that they were looking for in the area have also died the grisly ribs open death that Olivia did. Um, yeah. Sam's driving. Dean's asleep in the passenger seat. This was really special to me. Sam gets to drive. That means a lot to me personally. Um, I feel like that doesn't happen as much no. like later on in the show. No, not at all. It's a weird thing. Oh, actually, um, okay. All right. Yeah. Hang Let's, on. Yeah. So, speak. <laughs> uh, yeah. I please. found a, a podcast with the car guy for Supernatural. Oh my god. <gasps> we should talk to this person. 
okay genuinely I would I I do I do want to try to get that um okay so if you google supernatural car guy the first result that comes up is supernatural actor Jared Padalecki is lucky to be alive his co-star says uh this was after he got into a car accident the next one is the impala and the third one is john winchester so not what i'm looking for but there was a podcast with the guy who was the car coordinator for yeah. supernatural um which has some like very fun information if you're into like sort of the more behind the scenes production side of things um which you can hear a lot about like the actor and like script stuff from um the cons and things but for the production you don't hear too much about it but there is um a guy who did all of the extras that goes on like the dvds um who's doing a podcast Mm -hmm. called the extras his name is tim millard um which is really interesting and he introduced he uh interviewed jerry wanick who's the production uh yeah guy for Mm -hmm. supernatural um, but he also interviewed. He released that book, right? I have no idea. I haven't listened to that one yet. Oh, I feel. I feel like the <laughs> production guy released like a book that had uh, the infamous like imagined finale, uh, dead Kansas performing, <laughs> uh, photoshopped boys all in the front um, um, picture. I feel like that. But he also anyway, so on this uh, podcast. It's called the Extras. He interviewed Jeff Budnick. Ah. Um, who's the car coordinator and he talks about like what cars they use for supernatural um getting the cars he's like a real gearhead type uh so it's pretty interesting like you no not like me i'm like so super superficial but this guy is like super he's just like it's pretty cool i really recommend this interview um but he talks about Jared stopped driving in later seasons because he kept crashing the car. Which what? I think people might know, but like, oh wow, yeah, like on set, Jared wasn't really good at driving the car, so he doesn't oh drive God. it so much in later seasons. So um, this thing that I had made to to have narrative significance <laughs> in my head was just because of Jared Padalecki again, spirit yeah, exactly. activity guy. Okay, no, it's fine. But it's fine. I, it's fine, Jared. We'll, we'll link it in the show notes because it's it's genuinely a super interesting uh, interview. And he <laughs> at one point he says, uh, you know, the car is it's like uh, the third brother, and it's like hurtful to Cass. <laughs> and then they say something about the car being the third. It's like there's a literal third lead, a human man, by the way, if anybody <laughs> cares. Um, but it's also really funny and like his favorite episode is the racist truck episode because he got to like build the car and it's just like very interesting to like that's obviously infamous in fandom for being the worst one for being racist and like shitty but also if you're the guy who like makes the cars uh and you get to like build this beefed up uh she was like it was really fun for the car to be the monster that's (laughs) yeah it was a fun idea (laughs) but he made the racist truck. He made the yeah, yeah. that's real special. Yeah, so guess, um, yeah. highly recommend. And I'll, I'm gonna listen to the Jerry Wanek interview soon. But um, this this whole uh, um podcast is is pretty cool because this guy has access to a lot of Warner Brothers um people. That's so cool. you know, highly recommend if you're into sort of trivia and uh, 
stuff that doesn't really matter to anybody but uh is kind of interesting listen no, there we you should go. definitely link that in the please yeah uh, show notes i want that link yeah. it sounds really interesting um yeah, so basically Sam is driving when we just found out that the reason Sam is not allowed to drive as much <laughs> is because Jared Padalecki is worse at it. So he ruined it for me. Thank you. Jared. Um, Driving's what's, not easy uh, what was your, you were alluded to a headcanon. What was your headcanon of why he drives less? I was, I was just thinking like it's a narrative thing, right? So um, in my head, I built it up to be like uh, a, a Chuck thing, but it doesn't really matter because it has no In my head... Yeah, in my head, it's like, oh, um, as the show goes on, um, Dean loses control of his life. So something he has control over is the car. So <laughs> he, he drives the car. Like, he's like, I'm the one who's driving. Yeah, I need to control certain things. Um, yeah, I think no. they should have included um, Sam like hitting curbs and stuff and backing into things oh, as the show goes that. on. And then they'll, oh. Dean will be like, enough. You don't get to drive the car anymore. I think that they should. Stop it. It would have been really fun if he couldn't drive. That is hilarious. I would also. Hot girls hit the curb. Everybody knows that. I would love also for the straight brother to not be the one who could drive. Uh, or to be the mm. one who couldn't drive. Um, I know that that's a highly contested idea. The idea of a, of a straight uh, Sam. So sorry for everyone. But I just think it would be funny. Anyway. Um, we called it like we It would be like, fun. It would be fun because he's so good at lots of things and yes. it's fun to see yes. people be a bit of a fail and we don't often see Sam being a fail. Um, we see Dean being yeah. a fail so many times and Cass being a fail so many times and it's really endearing. So I think... And also, be- like, yeah. it would be... It would kind of be fun, like, you know, Sam is not usually very insecure about things he's bad at. Like, he, he doesn't have that yeah, kind of posturing. Told. So if he was just kind of a shit driver and just was like, yeah, I am, I don't care, but, like, everyone else cared, <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> So uh, Sam pulls up at an- yet another gas station um, and he uh, fills the car up and then he runs to the bathroom and in the bathroom he gets cornered by a guy, but not like not like just some dude. It's a dead guy. It's in fact Victor Henriksen. And he's like, it's your fault. I'm dead. I'm dead and I'm going to make you dead. And also check out this cool trick I have with the mirrors where they fog up when I'm there. Check out my new eyeshadow. I'm trying this little dark <laughs> eye look, and I look hot. Actually, I'm kind it's of a rocking bathy, it. A little, a little he extra. He put that eyeliner on just before Lilith tortured yeah. them all to death, yeah. which is what we find out because um, later in the yeah you assume that they just kind of all blew up, but yeah. he's like, nope. Um, we were in fact one. tortured for 45 minutes, is what he says. Um, he says this. Not that long, honestly. Dean should hit him with that. That's not that long. (laughs) He should (laughs) have. Dean should have been like, I was on the rack in hell for 30 years. I think he can get over it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) anyway. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) Henriksen knocks Sam's head on the sink, which is a very fun moment because Sam's so tall. (laughs) So he goes down, gets a concussion. (laughs) Dean comes in. Um, presumably, he also wanted to use the bathroom. Isn't that serendipitous? Anyway, and then he sees uh, I, I always assumed that him. it was like because he heard the bash, because like the the car was just. It was like the that's door. atypical. <laughs> Should go. See. That's how. That's how, okay. That's exactly how Dean's inner monologue goes. That's atypical. <laughs> that's atypical. Genuine question: If you hear a loud crash from the bathroom that you know your friend or sibling just went into, are you going in to investigate? Or are you saying? 
they'll sort this out i'm sure <laughs> this is none of my business no, i'm nosy i'm going in straight away i'm going what's happening as <laughs> i think i'm probably knocking and saying are you are you okay that's yeah um that's the normal person take i think i would yeah. wait and then if i don't hear any sound for a while <laughs> i'd get scared <laughs> i'd be like are you okay I would give them the opportunity to come to me, you know, tell me that something went wrong or I'm okay, like don't worry about it. But if I heard nothing, I would have to ask and they know that and I know that. Dean's like probably barely asleep. Like he looks asleep, but we know that he's probably holding his gun and like barely resting. So like he's, he's, he's a little clamor, he's, he's ready. Cracked. He's got on hibernate. <laughs> he's ready to go. He's gone in hibernate mode. Like the screen's off, but he's there. Mm. At a moment's um, notice. Okay. okay, great. Um, anyway. We're still in like the first fifteen minutes. It doesn't matter. We're gonna go through it so quick. Like, I was like, we need to like go, go. I know. We were like, we recorded so long for the last time. We can do it faster <laughs> this time. <laughs> well, the problem is that oh, we're really funny. Stop being so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so they get to Bobby's house. Oh, oh, wait, no. I wanted to point something out. Sorry. Um, on the way down, they are calling Bobby. Um. Like, because they just had the same thing that is presumably happening to these hunters start happening to them. Um, and uh, he, they, Bobby Sam doesn't is, answer. Yeah, Bobby doesn't answer. Uh, and then he, again, okay. Bobby doesn't answer the phone. And then um, Dean is like to Sam, how are you feeling? He tries to do the concussion checking on him, sort of just like as a joke, but seriously, how are you? And then... Sam is brooding a little bit about the whole situation. He's like, we let those guys do And he's like, can you please just like, if you're not thinking <laughs> solutions, do not think at all, which is actually really good advice. I would have been pissed off in the moment, but that's the kind of thing like when one of my siblings says something like that to me, you get mad, but it's good advice. Because yeah. right now we yeah, do need to focus a, on that. He's being a dying. pragmatist. Yeah, no, it's good advice. It's all Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta like, you know, come come up with a solution, or you know, you what, can okay. brood later. Yeah, that was not a useful interjection. Let's continue. <laughs> I think as well, brooding. like you know, they just saw like Olivia's dead body, and they're probably thinking that Bobby is dead. Well, um, they're well, thinking Bobby's in you know, trouble. R.I.P. in yeah. peace, Bobby. Rough. You'll be missed. Rough stuff. Rough, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby take. <laughs> okay, so they. Uh, get to Bobby's house uh, and we come to a set that is going to be so confusing for the rest of the episode. Um, and uh, we run into Meg, but she has longer hair now. And she's out here calling demon sluts, which is, I guess, fair. But she's also being like, uh, this is what I looked like before the demon cut off my hair and dressed me like a slut. <laughs> which was so... Yeah, that's not something I... I don't think back... I don't think... Uh... Season one, Meg. What a slut. A real slut with those <laughs> yeah. long jeans and little top and jacket and boots. Yeah. Like just a completely normal female on Supernatural costume. Yeah. I just um, have to say, Sarah Gamble, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I think Sarah I Gamble really has like a complicated Meg, relationship. By the way, that Meg. Um, mm. You know, just like shout out to her. Enjoyable. The, the Meg one and Ruby one, I really like them both. Um, yeah, they're so, both really fun. So there. Um, say it. I'm so <laughs> glad that we finally have someone's opinion on this. I know usually people don't talk about whether or not 
Nobody's ever talking about this. Somebody needs to be talking about this. So no one is. It. You're um, right. No one's ever talking about this. I've never seen any any discourse. Yeah. So, listeners, if this this is the first time that you're thinking about whether you prefer Meg One, Meg Two, etc., you know, be sure to chime in. Possibly make a foot long post about it. Yeah. Um, definitely. Call us out. Tag us in it. Everything. We I'm haven't sure heard enough about will... this like not result in any contentious opinion i think you know no one no one really has strong opinions about meg no not that i've heard heard. anyway so meg is universally loved universally beloved character meg who's never done anything wrong demon or not apparently i would call her an unproblematic fave yeah i might i might get that we're gonna get in so much trouble guys but no we're not we're... nobody cares this is just a silly little podcast okay all right okay fine <coughs> we're fine cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah meg is basically talking about how shit it was to be possessed by a demon um, it's good shit like i love when like we get that opinion come through that like it is so torturous for the vessels that does just not happen enough yeah um, and it's just good. It's like, yes, like, it's so fucked up that their bodies are just used by demons. Like, yeah, and they're, gross. they're awake for the whole thing. It's, uh, mm. it's a little much. Yeah. I do have to say, like, in terms of just, like, um, upsetting concepts, like, possession is, is deeply uh, distressing. She's up there. To think about, like, yeah. um, wouldn't want it to happen to me, to be honest. So to any demons listening, no thank you. Please don't. I would prefer an angel, especially definitely a demon. no thank you. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're cast, in which case would, As Bartleby said, I would prefer not to. <laughs> um, the, yeah, so basically she's guilt tripping him with everything that she has. She's like, you didn't even think about the fact that there was a girl in here. You didn't even think about the fact that I could have a family, and I did. I had a baby sister who... Um, Spoiler alert, killed herself because I died. That's four mm. things that Dean is absolutely going to hate. Hurts his whole feeling so bad. Yeah. Um, his yeah. whole emotion. Do not bring up being an older sibling. It hurt his Dean. feeling. It hurt his feeling. He has one, Jess. I think as well, he like, we totally one. knew all this about Meg, but, like, no, when didn't. all that is happening, there is so much other stuff happening that it's like, okay, well, okay, we, you know, we got the demon out of Meg and she died. And then, like, we just blow past that. <laughs> so right. it is really fun that, like, it kind of, it literally is haunting the narrative again. It's like, hey, remember this fucked up thing? Like, it's it's good shit. I, I also just like this scene. I think that Meg is really good yeah. um, yelling at Dean. I think it rocks. And I do like the, so Dean says, uh, we did the best we could. Yeah. And I think it's fun to think about how much Dean believes that, like, is he saying that to, uh, you know, because that sounds like the thing that he should say. Does yeah. he genuinely believe it? Um, does he believe it speaking to her? But then if you were to confront him about it in not such a charged environment, like, what would he say? Um, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think there's been that many opportunities for the boys yet to have that kind of dialogue. Um, yeah. I think that's and a. I, I don't think it happens enough, to be honest. Like just thinking about the rest of the show, later season, right? Yeah. But also, like, yeah. it's interesting to think about, like, um, I mean, this is like precisely Sam's argument is that he has a way now to save vessels, mm-hmm. um, 
and Dean doesn't like that. Yeah. Because it's, you know, comes from hell, these powers that Sam has. But if Sam had had these powers, they could have saved Meg Masters, potentially. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's there's a great so, line where she's like, uh, what is it? Uh, 40-something words of Latin. Oh, 50 yeah. words of, of Latin a little earlier. And uh, I, was, my, I would still be alive. My baby sister would still be alive or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And he's got nothing to say to that. Yeah, because he sucks. <laughs> Hashtag Dean Crit. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to fight you. It's rough out here. <laughs> I'm sitting here sweating, trying desperately to think about how we're going to get out of the situation. Basically, we yeah, just... No, I genuinely... I really like this. I really like both of their arguments. Um, mm. I... You know? Like, yeah. I, I, I really like this whole episode and what, where it puts us in terms of the broader... Uh, conflicts of this season like should they be trying yeah. to save vessels is it yeah. better to just kill demons like is it worse to save a vessel using powers from hell versus killing somebody and not saving the vessel but you have remained untainted by demonic influence yeah and it's really fun because like the whole narrative of this season of like uh, next season like heaven mm. and hell mm. it's mm-hmm. like those are such big uh problems and yeah. it is fun to kind of get a little reminder before we kick all that off of the issues that have um been kind of happen like happening in the boys lives before this like mm-hmm. um and even bobby to an extent like with the two little creepy girls that come up next um yeah you know, the shining twins yeah like we don't really ever find out like the full story about that but it obviously is like you know there are things that are haunting him as well. And it's like, it's just, it's, it's kind of been like, Hey, remember this before we go on this like journey with the boys. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I do think though, when you were talking about it earlier, um, about like, did they do their best? I do think they did. I just don't think their best was enough. I think that's actually something that comes up quite often in supernatural. Um, especially your best, um, your best isn't very good. Your best is not enough. Delicious. I love that. Like, I think, (laughs) Not to bring this back to like John and and stuff. I I think my I don't know. Maybe I'll cut this out. I just want to say it. Um, people talk a lot about how John was such a bad parent. I do think he was a bad parent. I think he did his best. I think his best was not enough. Um, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I, I think that's why he works because yeah. it he doesn't feel underwritten. It's like no, yeah. no, no. He thinks he is right, and he thinks he's doing enough. And it's just that that's yeah. not. It's not the case. Yeah, sometimes the John, the John conundrum is uh, really, um, really good, really thorny. Yeah, the good central. That problem, I don't think yeah. we even get into. We will get into that much. No. In these early seasons, because no. John stuff doesn't come up in cast episodes too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the place to talk about it will probably be Lebanon. Yeah, probably. Uh, we'll get into like, that. Like <laughs> sometime from now. Um. But yeah, I I just wanted to put that out there that, that that there are so many moments in Supernatural where it's like you do your best and you fail or you make this decision and it doesn't happen. Like Sam says, you're not going to hell, Dean. And then he goes to hell. Like, yeah. Mm. And, and that's why these vengeful spirits have worked. That's why they are a weapon. But like, because yeah. there are real regrets. There are real mistakes. Um, and, and like they are targeting hunters because hunters are the people who are like in this universe 
um, you know, mm. quote unquote responsible for that situation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite literally, it's their responsibility, their duty that they self assign. Um. Anyway, yeah. basically, then once we're done with the Meg situation, <laughs> we <laughs> see Sam. He's running around the scrapyard. He's trying to find Bobby. Um. And he, he's like, he, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he finds him in the trunk of a car, I believe, um, where these two little girls are terrorizing him. Um, and if you've ever been at a family function and some kids have taken a liking to you, and I don't say this as to be mean to children, I've been those children, <laughs> but you know what this is like. You've been there. Um, <laughs> It is funny that they haven't just killed him instantly because um, yeah. that is what we saw earlier on, but no, that's fine. They wanted to torture him a bit first. Children like to play with their food, I'm telling you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Meg still torturing Dean. <laughs> um, and just kicking him. Yeah, he's pulling his gun up and D- Meg is like, you know that can't hurt me. I'm a fucking ghost. This is 101 shit. And then he like sh- he's like, I'm not shooting you. And he shoots the chandelier that Bobby has for some reason. And it's iron. Iron chandelier. Falls through her and she's <laughs> dust. Why did I say that so loud? Sorry, everyone. She's dust. Dust. Um, anyway. Um, and then they are all in the study or the library. And they are sort of consolidating information. Um, they figure out they all have little marks on their hands, uh, and it's the mark of the witnesses. Bobby figures out. Sam does a shitty little drawing, which yep. I love when they make Sam, like, like I said before, I love when he is a bit shit at something, yes. and he can't draw for shit, and he does his, like, <laughs> little doodle, and then be worse, Bobby Sam. recognizes it. I would like for Sam to be worse. And then they then they have something that Ella you described earlier in a very specific way when we first. Oh yeah, this. I just I love we get Bobby. You know he's basically like come down here and he reveals to the boys that he has basically built a what would you call it um, panic a safe room, room. yeah a panic, yeah, a panic room. room bunker type deal a bunker you yeah say. like just a show give it a name mm. the show gives it uh, Sam says you built a panic room. Question mark. All right, panic room. We'll call it the panic room, I guess. Um, and yeah, the boys are really impressed. And, you know, Bobby casually says that he had a weekend free. Um, and yeah, I wrote in my notes, um, manic pixie dream dad. Obsessed. <laughs> like, uh, I think often the show will give Bobby, like, characteristics that are uh, a little bit unrealistic or idolized um, in the boys' eyes. And it's yeah. like... Did he actually build this by himself? Like he, we, <laughs> he does some magic, but he's not a literal wizard. So it's like <laughs> he, when he was up there, like, like soldering the iron yeah. on, into that like pentagram in the roof. Like, Jeez. it's just very like it's he, the show loves Bobby and we love Bobby. Well, I love Bobby. I um, like I like but Bobby, yeah. but I have to. I would speak tell for you. all the hosts. <laughs> I do have to say that they are lying, though. They are simply lying. I had a weekend. He's lying. Um, yeah, it's just like once you think about it for more than two seconds, it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Anyway, so they... Sorry. I just... Another thing about the panic room. And now, my knowledge of construction isn't the best. But he says, he built the walls out of solid iron. That is a move, first of all. Because iron as metals go, not super great for longevity. Like, it's really brittle. Um, it flakes easily. It also rusts easily. Um, but he says he coated it... How, in... how do you know that? It's just like... It's just general... That's common knowledge? <laughs> that iron flakes? I, I know this because uh, my sister knows a lot about uh, like Iron Age and Bronze Age shit uh, because of the archaeology. And then also because I studied art, so I know a little bit more about metal than... Also, doesn't um, salt like make rust it's worse? Cursed. It makes things worse. <laughs> it makes rust worse. <laughs> That's why when you stay at the seaside, everybody's cars rust. It's a big deal. So if you coated the walls in salt, I might be wrong here. But, bud, I think you're looking at a situation that this is going to rust away in about 10 years max. Like, this is going to be done. Like, salt and iron and water gives you rust, and there's going to be moisture in there. That's just a fact of life. It has, like, one vent that is giant, but still. (laughs) If only we ever saw that, like, come to fruition like you know the whole yeah it doesn't really matter if it doesn't get blown sky high so it doesn't i was just i was just i was just thinking like this is something bobby should know he works with scrap like he anyway maybe like maybe there's like you know uh there's a middle panel of steel or something like (laughs) separating the if only bobby had a sister who worked with bronze and iron age artifacts yeah, if only that. he doesn't he so doesn't. he built a shitty little planet he built his stupid if only he hadn't God, worked <laughs> if only he hadn't worked with metal his whole life anyway it just how makes many, me sense how many tangents do you reckon we can go on no 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 no, no. It, doesn't it doesn't matter 25 minutes it doesn't matter. of every line it doesn't matter i'm so sorry i'll cut this short i'll cut it short i'll cut it short um i just wanted to bring it up because it's so stupid anyway um no it, thanks for bringing it up you're right and you should say it. Thank you. And it doesn't take like a genius. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm so mad still. I'm fine. Let's so, go. Let's go. So when they're in the I panic, panic room, fucking sucks. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's stupid. It's built bad. So see, he's mad. He's magic. He's a he's a mystical like like a manic pixie dream girl. He is an unrealistic, ideal tropey character right Love now. Love that. He's a magical dad. <laughs> He's a magical dad. Bobby and his like fail panic room. <laughs> cringe Bobby. This is my cringe. <laughs> this is my cringe. <laughs> this is my cringe father figure in his fail panic room. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> so while they're in the panic room, Bobby has a swimsuit model out there. I just think that's important to have in your head as you think about Because he's horny. He's horny. Um, if that's one thing we know about Bobby is that he's horny. It's horny. It's kind of his main character. <laughs> no, I just want you guys to have this in your head as we're entering the next conversation, which is them making like special little um, ghost bullets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> special little ghost bullets is that the, that's the technical term? term? Yeah. Um, and okay. and so Dean and Sam are sitting there packing bullets, and um, I think. <laughs> Bobby is, I think, reading something um, or searching for something in his books. And then Dean, out of nowhere, goes, see, this is why I can't get behind God. There's a, sp- 
There is a picture of a swimsuit model on the wall of this shitty panic room. <laughs> and he wants to talk <laughs> theology. What a man. Ella, do you have any takes on oh. this? I never have any takes on Dean and yeah. his sexuality and no. his faith. And, the faith mostly, um, but yes, I, I know. about asked me. <laughs> no, but it is good. It is a bad segue. It's like they're like, how can we get this? What if Dean just brings it up? Yeah. Um, it's just funny to me like that that's where he, he pointed out. But basically what he's saying is the, the classic argument against God, like, if God does exist, he's evil because good things or sorry, bad things happen to good people and vice versa. Um, anyway, um, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to zoom through this. So our tangents don't make this fucking crazy. No, no, And I think to. this is, you know, the, I think throughout the whole show, like, bef- you know, before we obviously find out about God in this universe, the boys are having conversations back and forth constantly mm. about belief, about why things happen. Mm. Um, you know, and this is this is obviously a big episode for that. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, basically, Bobby and Sam are both like, we do not want to talk to you about theology. You just got back from hell. Um, I. <laughs> then they figure out. Well, that- no, Sam's like, you know, I don't know, and then Bobby's like, that's not, not getting involved. <laughs> Okay, my bad. I'm sorry, Sam. Anyway, so Bobby figures out it's called the Rising of the Witnesses and that the mark that they saw on the hands of the ghosts was the mark of the witnesses. Um, and he says that it is from uh, Revelations that he found this prophecy in that refers to the, to the Rising of the Witnesses. Um, dun, dun, dun. It means that this is a sign of the apocalypse. What? Dropping the A word. Yeah. Hope not. A word that I can never spell correctly on the first try. Please spell it now while we're here. A. Okay. A P O C A L Y. Yes. P S E. Yes. That was perfect. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never really sure where the everything goes um but i i feel good and confident about that everybody you should what do you think right if it's wrong don't mention it if it was wrong don't worry about it and if you were wrong about it if if you think it was wrong you're wrong because i was looking at the word as she was spelling it and she's right so suck it um all right well i'm basically a hero so you are you should know that anyway i assume all american children like participate in spelling bees in a really formalized environment um, yeah. based off television. So yeah. I would expect nothing less than for you to have gone yeah. perfection. perfection. Um, you better. <laughs> so basically they have to do uh, a little mission into Bobby's own home, but he knows where all the shit is because it's his house. And um, they have to go grab some stuff and they have to cover each other with the special ammo that they have just made. There they go. And as they go up the stairs, there's a ghost there. And who is it but Ronald Resnick from the very special episode 212, I believe, uh, Night Shifter, which is a really good one. Great episode. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to cover it, but it was fun. We had a good time with it. Ronald thought he's that... He's really great in it. Yeah, he's good. Ronald thought that the shapeshifters, because of the eye flare, he thought that they were what he called mandroids, which is really fun. And I think that Ronald and I could be friends. Um, I think um, it's really fun when the show kind of, uh, obviously, because there's a whole mythology behind the show and all yeah. these different characters, and it's fun when you get a 
you know, a lay person kind of being like, this is what it is, like based off pop culture. Like that's should really happen good. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's fun that he like has his whole kind of, he's been trying to figure it out and it's like, yeah, that would actually happen. Like if, if, yeah. if, you know, X, Y, Z was real. Yeah. Um, I just like that, that, you know, I think it was fun in that episode because Dean took a liking to him. He kind of respected him for his own little sloppy detective work that he did. Um, and so Dean just automatically starts talking to, to Ron. He's like, Hey man, I wish I could say it was good. It's good to see you. And then Ron's like, I'm fucking dead. And it's your fault. Because so of you. <laughs> can yeah. you? Um, anyway, Bobby shoots him so that they can get by. And then Bobby also chides Dean for talking, which is like chiding um, the Impala for making noise. It's just going to do that. Um, anyway. <laughs> if He's going to be saying shit. He's going to be saying shit. That you can be sure of. You can, you can bet your bottom dollar. Um, yeah. So while Bobby is setting up the spell. He is sending the boys to various places in the home to find various things. Um, he sends... Yeah, they need to do it in front of the fire. So, yeah. like, that's why they've had to come out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. To go... To, because, of course, they have to burn things. Because uh, they don't have enough safety hazards in that place. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the two little girls appear again. And um, Bobby and Dean are sort of handling that. And... At some point, um, Bobby says, like, I can handle this. You go get some stuff in the kitchen for me. Um, in the cutlery door- drawer, there's a false bottom, which I just need to say that now I need a, a cutlery drawer with a false bottom. It's very important to me. I don't know what I'll keep in there, but it's not going to be. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to keep in there? So? Not going to be hemlock, opium, and wormwood. I'll tell you that. Because um, that seems like it would get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's I very d- I fun. Think you can just have opium. In your drawers. No, no. I mean, that's why you have a false bottom. In your drawers? In your (laughs) drawers. I hope not. That'll be an immersive experience for sure. Um, (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. Do you mean like like undies? That was the joke. Yeah, like in your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, Dean's very excited about the possibility that there's been opium in this house the whole time because he's a fucking druggie. Um, Oh! (laughs) We can't go on a Dean and Johnny <laughs> tangent. This is not the episode I'm for joking, it. I'm joking. I'm um, joking. <laughs> I'm just saying shit. Anyway, they get the stuff. They get ready to do the spell. Meg is there again. Um, Jesus. Meg is... Uh, is- the next, like, five, ten minutes is just shotgun. You're the reason I'm dead. Shotgun. Basically. You're the reason I'm dead. Yes. I just... I don't want to recap all this again. Like... The only thing here no. that's important to know for the larger context of the show is that Meg knows what Sam is doing with Ruby, and she's mm-hmm. like, "How many bodies has she uh, burned through for kicks?" Um, um, Very good point. Yeah, and you're a monster for not sending her back to hell for uh, for that. Um, and then Victor's there again. Anyway, this is how when we find out that Henriksen was tortured for over forty five minutes. Um, but. Sam shoots Henriksen, so he fucks off. And then they do the little spell, but um, while they're trying to get it done, Meg grabs Bobby's heart from behind, like, into she gets into his chest. She does, like, a reverse soul fisting, if you will. Um, oh. <laughs> just 
Jess is just making a making a fist at the at the screen right now. And I just want you to know that Jess, you can say grab. <laughs> the weirdest little squeeze motion. Bobby, um, he either knocks down the bowl with all the spell ingredients, or he like throws it at Dean, and then he's like fireplace with like his heart being gripped. So he says it'll, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then Dean knocks it into the fireplace. And we're done. And I have been talking for so long now, guys. I'm so sorry. If you're bored, that's my fault. Um, Shut up. <laughs> and and then it's fine. And then, then we get to Act 5, Interior, Bobby's house, night. Uh, we see Sam asleep on the oh. couch. <laughs> so official. Yeah, dude. It's, they get rid of the witnesses. We got to that point, right? Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I wasn't. I was looking for stuff for the show notes. Yes. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> we just, they got rid of the witnesses and now it's the special scene. Perfect. Cast time. Earlier in the episode, we see Dean go upstairs and we see a hallway, a quite a large <laughs> hallway. Lots of doors lots in that of hallway. Lots of doors. Yeah, lots and lots we know, of doors. We know at least one of them is a room and then we know at least one of them is a cupboard. Presumably, there's more rooms. I would say, um, yeah, at least. It's... It's really fun that we like never see the boys like have their own room. Um, I think we might have talked about this when we last recorded. We like, definitely did. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of imagine that um, Bobby actually sleeps in what would have been like a spare room. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't go into the room that him and his wife shared. So if there's only if there's there's at least one more room like up there. Just based on the size of the house. And yeah, but instead, Dean is asleep on the ground. <laughs> Dean's asleep on the, on the couch. Sam get, got the couch they're in, at they're least. They're in full-on sleepover mode every yeah. time they go to Bobby's. They're like... Crashing. Sleepover time, sleepover time. And like, they're young guys, but like, I'm, you know, I'm Dean's age now. Like, we're the same age currently. That's crazy. And I, if I had to sleep on the ground, I would... I would be incapacitated the next day. You get nothing out of me the next day. I, if I get like nine hours sleep in a bed, I can barely function. So <laughs> I I do have well, to I say. I think we can all agree that Dean's sleep hygiene is absolute ass. ass. He this is, man is so, so his so brain sad. waves are so bad. so bad. What I wanted to say is that I think what happened to Bobby is in part what you said about he doesn't sleep in the room where, that he shared with his wife. But also that this the other room that he has has happened to what happens to a lot of older people when they don't have other people in the house. They have a craft room and that's their craft room. Oh, <laughs> and yes. so you can't sleep in there. That's the craft room. So there's there's his ex, the ex main bedroom yeah. that he doesn't sleep in. Mm-hmm. The spare room with a little cot that he does sleep in. Yeah. And then the other room is a craft room. Got to say. Got to be. Maybe Where he does his crafts with all the wrong materials. Yep. He's trying to. <laughs> He's trying to sew, but he's using a, a crochet needle. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I bet he would. It sounds like a thing he would do. Like everyone's houses after lockdown, like it's just, you know, he got really into embroidery. This is my cr- he's got one month. He's got like fucked up looking bonsai trees. <laughs> where he's like, oh, I should like trim this, I guess. <laughs> really haphazard and bad. <laughs> He has a topiary, up. but like only half of it is like cut. The other half is like <laughs> just really bushy. He's got a full easel situation. Like he got really into oil paintings, but he 
He hasn't um, finished it. Um, one. <laughs> Don't even joke. I have an oil painting literally that I have to finish. Yeah, that's like, what made me think of this it. Week. He's got like half started knitting projects, but he's really bad at casting on and then he's like dropping stitches. He's like, dropping yeah. stitches like he is dropping bitches. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> Terrible. I'm so sorry. Ladies man, Bobby. <laughs> we gotta get into the singular casting this is, this episode. I My think God. This is a palate cleanser. Now we do cast. Um Alright. Okay, I'm just like we have we have been so silly this whole episode. It's I, good. Is it because we've already done it? Like our brain is <laughs> I don't like know. we're on goofy. You already we're on did goofy this. Time. <laughs> this is, we're just going for it. Um would anyone like to tell me before we start the scene? Would anyone like to say a couple of words, just like because it is so special, and I thought maybe you would want to lead us in. This is one of the scenes. Like, um, I think I can't remember if I've already said it on the mic, but like I've said it to you too, that like after November fifth happened, I kind of got queer baited into watching the show because I saw um so much stuff about them. But and I remember thing, it's not baited. They because I realized this maybe once a week. They made Cassie made... and he was in no, with Dean. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but I, I mean, like, I, so I saw, crazy. yeah, <laughs> like it made me, you know, I, it made me investigate, and I watched a lot of like YouTube videos and and clips from the show before watching it. <laughs> And like uh-huh. this is one of the ones where I was like, "What the fuck is going well, on thank here? You. What is that? all this? What is all this, then, boys, <laughs> fellas?" It is the second time they've met. Oh my god! Don't even. I can't believe you would Yet, say that to me. The chemistry, the Off banter, the Off the charts. It's so good. Like the way that they are with each other is insane. I it truly does. Even send trying me. to be like objective and trying not to just like have the kind of hella brain rot that we all have. Like, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. you know, da 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 da. Bring it back. It's so intimate. It is the middle of the night, and it's either in Dean's head or not in Dean's head. The the show doesn't really clarify. What's the shoe situation? Shoes off, shoes on. Socks on, no shoes. <laughs> Socks on, no shoes. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, I'm here for you. <laughs> intimate. It's intimate. Like, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, like it is, very, like you said earlier, it's a sleepover situation. Like it's the middle of the night and like, there's not really any reason for Cass to be coming to him when the others aren't around. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. That he's not talking about Sam or anything yeah. like that. Like it doesn't have to be secretive. He can't be intimidated by either of them. Like there's no reason. He just wants to talk. Yeah. Like that's the only reason he just, he just, he just like literally doesn't feel like talking to <laughs> Sam. He's like there. I'm not. I'm not I'm doing not interested that. Interested in this. I want to talk to Dean. <laughs> and like from a writing perspective, um, I'm sorry. What did they think they were doing? We have known Dean the last three seasons. I know, like, obviously we didn't cover them on the show because Cass wasn't there, but, yeah, like, sadly. he doesn't have any fucking friends. Oh, my he God. <laughs> and, and they could have just brought in, like, Cass as, like, an antagonist yeah. or as, like, just someone, like, a neutral party. Like, you know, Dean will have other relationships with angels in the future and, you know, he doesn't become fucking best friends with them. But they were like, what if, what if we bring in this guy what if it who just... sees right through oh all his bullshit 
calls him out on his bullshit. That's what happens in this conversation. We'll yeah. get into it. But, like, they're like, what? <laughs> it's really special. <laughs> Sorry. This is why, like, this is part of why it is so fun to think about Cass and talk about Cass. Um, even though For we, why? Because it's just so, like, it's just, there's no, no other character is giving us this, you know? Like, no other character is coming in with this level of... I've been saying. Thank you! With this, like, level of both <laughs> frankness and reverence and, like, I just think that that's so... It's such a beautiful and special combination, and I love it. I love him very, very much. Um, we've reached the portion of the show where we talk about how great Cass is. So welcome oh, to the part. I'd like matters. to say Cass is looking very good in this Hi! Um, oh my god, his hello! His hair is a little bit uh, frazzled. It's not as neat as we come to find it. It's a little bit sticking up. Oh man. There's this one... And he just he just looks good. He does look good. There's... <laughs> Although... His lips do look a little dry. We can't ignore that. Um, I think especially I think compared to Dean's yeah. very plump looking lips. Very glossy. He looks like he just <laughs> licked them and now he's pouting. I... I don't yeah. like where this conversation has gone. <laughs> I don't mean anything by it. I just think that it's strange. Like, why do they... The lighting is really on there. Anyway. Um, sorry, Jess. Shall we get into the... Um, Actual scene? I just... You know how some people don't like the word, um, like, moist? I actually just realized, like, maybe I don't really... Plump. <laughs> plump? Plump? Maybe I don't like that. <laughs> why? Plump? Let's unpack that. <laughs> right now, I don't like it. I like just, that? I don't think I like it. His lips look plump. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the word plum? As in, like the fruit? That's fine. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I think it's the MP. The plump. That I, that's pump. Yeah. Uh, MP. Feeling lump. Lump. Pump? lump. Gross. Lump. Disgusting. Actually. <laughs> what about limp? Okay. What about hey Jess? Lamp. Yeah. What? How about lamp? <laughs> lamp, lamp, lamp. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so the point is that I want to just... There's this one screenshot, though, that I'm going to take again. I think I either did already take the screenshot or you will be seeing it regardless. Uh, when Cass is sort of just, like, getting ready to just, like, deal with this whole situation that Dean is giving him right now, and he, like, looks down and he tilts his head as he's coming around to turn it um it looks uh, oh, stunning. i think we need to go i think we need it to go stunning. beat for beat for this scene absolutely because everything they say in this I, scene is so interesting so i just wanted we to should definitely out, do that he looks so good that's a, a, a specific image that my head popped to <laughs> point a he looks great he looks good <laughs> anyway um so let's start at the top actually <laughs> sam's asleep on the couch we see dean on the floor his we see his socked feet and then we Feature. hear the rustle, that that wing movement. And then he, like, jerks awake because his sleep hygiene is trash and he is a light sleeper regardless. It's not bad. Just a bad... It's a messy situation the whole way around. He's a gene sleeper. Like, he, it's never gonna be good. You could, you could solve 85% of the problems in this show if you got Dean, like, an eye mask, um, earplugs, mm -hmm. and you told him to start wearing pajamas. <laughs> the other... The other... Uh, what's, the, what's the rest of... 100 after 85 15 yeah the other 15% of problems in the show could be solved if you made him drink one bottle of water per day <laughs> I think if you took away the alcohol the other 15% will be solved 
Like, give him a no. One percent needs to be having like a men's ulti, like multivitamin. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like something with a bit of vitamin D. Yeah. Some iron. So, I mean, why aren't all hunters taking iron supplements all day long, every day? I don't get they it. They gotta get those numbers up. Yeah, that, up. Like a ghost doesn't even want to touch you. You smell so. They're like, oh. The ghosts are like, gross, this dude's gross. full of iron. Full of iron. Why don't ghosts get freaked out by iron in people's blood? I, th- I don't think there's enough. Anyway. Plot um, hole. We yeah. Plot hole. Anyway. Yeah, let, plot hole. This show sucks. We're <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even gotten to oh my God, first we to, line. We need to talk about the we scene. We gotta get into this. Okay, I'm sorry. That, that was <laughs> he <laughs> checks on Sam and he notices that that he is asleep and he like does this very quiet walk over to Cass Cass is leaning against the kitchen like just like confident as all hell he's leaning against the kitchen sink and he is watching as Dean walks over and Dean does this really like slow measured walk like it's really quiet like he's like I don't know like like he's I don't know. It just it's, it's a bit of a runway moment. <laughs> not what With I was gonna say, lips. but go for it. Go. Oh no, that's not okay. Well, never mind. That's fine. <laughs> I was gonna say it reminds me of like how he would approach something that he's hunting, but obviously Cass is, knows he's there. So I just like that he's careful. Like he's he's really freaked out by Cass's whole thing still, and I think that's real good. Uh, last episode we praised like the blocking of Cass's first scene and the same thing happens here like their blocking is so fun like you said Cass is up against the sink and Dean is the one kind of coming in mm. rounding on him basically yeah um to meet him for the conversation yeah um and as Dean loses his confidence and his gravitas um in the conversation and Cass gains his kind of um almost like agitation I guess yeah like, yeah they swap positions yes. um, and, and Dean is left against the sink area and Cass is the one outside. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun. That's really cool. Although Dean is vulnerable for this whole conversation because Cass is so much more powerful and has so much more Yes, yes. But, but it yeah, is a, a nice way to show irritated. the change. Yeah, a nice way to show it. Yeah. Um, because it's almost like Cass is holding back, you know? Um, and then when Dean pisses him off, he does not. So Cass... Watching Dean walk over says, excellent job with witnesses, which is such a dorky thing to say. You loser. Love. Um, <laughs> he's so cute and fun. Anyway, and then Dean is like, so you fucking, you knew. And then um, I was like, what? yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> the exact phrase he said is, I was uh, made aware, which means I think that he didn't know as it was going down and then somebody told him. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. And I want to know who it was. Yeah. It was like, dude, you will not believe this shit. The guy that you <laughs> just got out of hell. Did you remember? Do you remember? He's like, yeah, I remember going to hell. It was stinky. It sucked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dean is mad at him for not helping, right? Uh, in the situation. Hmm. And uh, basically, Cass is like, but did you die? Um, which he didn't. Like, Literally, so. he's like, but you didn't. But you didn't. So, <laughs> but you didn't. But you didn't. <laughs> and he's basically like, you know, we've got other stuff going on. Yeah. He's like, you know? there's a bigger picture, is a phrase he used. There's a bigger picture here, Dean. Yeah. 
I'm not here to perch on your shoulder. Ooh. He's not here to perch on his shoulder. Yet the rest of the oh, series. God, it's so good. <laughs> is this um is this when he says uh that the armies of heaven aren't here to follow you around? Um mm. not quite, not quite. At this um uh, Dean is all like, so where's your boss, by the way? At what point does he lift the finger? Uh if there even mm-hmm. is a god. And Tess like, there's a god. You know, like he you can see he's getting pissed off now. Um, and yeah. then Dean is saying, he's basically saying, at what point does God do anything about this? And then Cass comes in with the Lord works and <laughs> Dean hits him with, with the, if you say mysterious, <laughs> mysterious ways. And they have a little thing about that. Um, it's so fun. It's yeah, just like just... what we were talking about last episode is that he is like amused yeah. by Dean. Um, and it's like, yeah. it's such a fun choice for them to make that. He could be just instantly pissed, like that at any yeah. kind of um, yeah. you know disobedience or talking back. But instead, he's kind of like, "Okay, speak." Like <laughs> he's like, well, it's like a very fine. Like he's definitely exasperated. Yeah, he he does not like when Dean is like, "If God even exists," Cass is like, "God exists." Do not. That is yeah. fundamental. That's like that's baseline. Yeah there's no there's no like leeway there like god exists um but then <laughs> when dean's like if you <laughs> if you say in Mr. help me god <laughs> and Cass is like exasperated and like a little bit amused throws his hands up and he's it's like so all right fun. like whatever i just like it's really good it's really good but i like just you know keep in your mind that Cass is like god mm. exists god is real and also what you're saying um i think like uh listeners we just recorded last week on um the episode that uriel was in and so if uriel was like dean's contact yeah and dean like mouthed off to him like this uriel would like put him in his place in a way that Cass is not doing that's what i'm saying like like that's why it's so fun because it's like they didn't have to have yes. such like a great dynamic and by mm-hmm. choosing to do that they are doing so much totally for agree. characters like it rocks it it rules i i was gonna say something that is so fun about him like throwing his hands up is like it's just such a it's such a cute little thing he's still leaning against the kitchen it gives it this weird casualness to this encounter which is crazy it's an angel talking to the Talking yeah, to literally... the righteous man that's supposed to be Michael's <laughs> sword that he pulled out of hell. It's supposed to be, it's like a big thing. It's a serious thing, but they're just discussing theology mm-hmm. in a way where it leads to the angel just sort of lifting, throwing up his hands and just waiting for this guy to calm down mm-hmm. a little so they can finish talking. Like, it's so good. It's such a, when you consider it in the wider scope as well as the scene itself, there is so much there that is really very, it just hits. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I joked uh, in the first episode that, like, this scene is so horny. Is it a joke? Bro? And um, that kind of revs up after this. Yeah, well, you know, I brought Fair. up, I guess, is a better way to say it. Like, they, yeah, it is yeah. so intimate and um, they just are so It's close. weird to look at. Um, <laughs> the, I feel like I shouldn't be here. It's very funny because, like. Um, Not only is it intimate, they're also they end up standing so close to each other. And we did talk about how like partially that's due to aspect ratios and stuff, but also like they are so close. They are, they do be, I feel comfortable saying that they're breathing each other's air. Like they are very (laughs) close to each other. Mm. 
I think that's a fair point. That's a fair mm. way to say it. And like they're physically close, but they're also like very much so. relationship wise getting closer. Like this is yeah, like the only second time that they've interacted. Um, but like we are getting a real understanding of like what their dynamic is gonna mm. be like. It's just crazy. Future. They Yeah, because like when you were saying earlier, the the thing that I kept thinking when I was watching this again today, I was like, they don't even know that guy's gonna be their best friend. Like this guy, like, they, they don't, don't even know. know how much this person is going to mean to them. Like, just, I, it's just great because they treat each other. They don't so- know that they're going to watch movies together. Like, they're oh going to watch movies together. They're going to, like, mourn each other. Like, they're going to. Okay. Why would you bring that part why up? No, why would you say that? No, I'm why sorry. would you say that, Ella? We were talking about them watching movies together. We were having a fun uh, time. I was thinking about how maybe sometimes they would work a case together and one of them would learn about cartoons. Um, and you had to bring that up. They're That's best well. friends. They don't even they're know. best friends. They don't even know that they're going to be sharing a Netflix password. Like, that's cute. <laughs> it is so sweet. I love friendships. They don't know they're I mean, going to text. Just, they don't know they're going to text each other. They don't know that one of them's going to get obsessed with emojis, and it's not the one who already knows how to text. It's not the one you think. <laughs> it's not the one you think. <laughs> the plot stuff that happens here is that Cass tells Dean about the seals um, that have to be broken, the 66 seals that have to be broken in order to start the apocalypse. Um, and that... He says they're like locks on a door right. or something. Yeah. Uh, last one opens and and then he says Lucifer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Dean is like, what the fuck did you just say to me? He's he's like, I thought Lucifer was just a story, and Cass like, what do you think we are doing on this earth here when we haven't been here in about two millennia? He's like, why um, do you think angels are here, dude? <laughs> Which is a bit of a, it gets, you know, it's a bit of a, like, an error <laughs> because we find out later that angels have been on Earth before. Um, so, they, you know, they do go back on that, which yeah. I would be mad at if it didn't yeah. result in, like, one of the best later seasons episodes. So, yeah, we can. Best episode. Doesn't yeah, matter. Very, very fun. Real good. And also, it's it's really easy to get past it because it could just be like, oh, you know, like, it got erased out of mind. Yeah, he had a few at, lobotomies between now and then, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, massive lore dump. Like... Basically... Yeah. Massive lore dump. Dude, Cass, yeah. Cass is like, so we're here to stop these. So Dean gives Cass a little bit of grief about, like, why are you not stopping these seals from breaking? Mm-hmm. And Cass says, we tried. Um, which is, like, I think... So lame. I mean, it's lame, but it's also, like, exactly what... Dean was saying to Meg Masters, yeah. like, we did our best yes. and our best wasn't enough to save her. Yeah. Um, and the yes. angels are like, we're trying to stop these seals from breaking, but. Yeah. But there are too many. Like, and not, we don't like know it's which... not. Yeah. Um, so. And just because seal, they, like, thing, banished but... all the witnesses, exactly. that doesn't mean that the seal wasn't broken. It's too late. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right now uh, is the point. Uh, that you were mentioning earlier um, where Cass says you think the armies of heaven should just follow you around there's a bigger picture here then he says Jess I feel like you're ready to say it please and then he says I'm not here to perch on your shoulder I dragged you out of hell I can throw you back in (laughs) 
And that, at, at that point, he is completely Jesus. rounded. He, you know, Dean is now the one up against the bench. Cass, and there's a great silhouette shot of the both of them. Yeah. Um, whereas Cass is in complete shadow and Dean has the light on him. Um, or no, sorry, it's the other way around. Sorry, Dean is in shadow. Cass has the lighter from the window on him. Yeah. It's like. It's incredible. It's really good. Really good, like, lighting, everything. Really Very fun good. to look at. And also time. just, like, the contrast of how the scene starts up. So, like, Cass is leaned up like relaxing against the sink by the end of it dean is up against the sink he is not relaxing because Cass is like mm. in his face of being intimidating on purpose like dean is not just like lounging against the sink he's like oh, oh jesus yeah. christ like uh <laughs> the energy like yeah. completely shifts like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really great because you get these insane close-ups because this whole scene is filmed in such a quiet sort of intimate way um and you see the way that sort of uh dean's face pulls back like Mm -hmm. the way that like his he 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 pulls it his head back like you might if you if someone got close to you with a knife or something kind of recoil Mm. and i like that a lot um the the power and intimidation that cass is choosing to put out um when the whole time he's just been kind of chill but now dean has been pissing him off for long enough (laughs) i think as well like we you know they they mentioned like later on like much later on like you know cast personal space we've talked about this um so like i i like to think that in this moment it's like cast doesn't really even know how intimidating he's being i think he needs to be intimidating with his words but he is like so close to he's like leaning in there (laughs) i think that makes sense i think cast is a freak and a weirdo he would um yeah like he's just he's just like i'm gonna I, just get really close to him obviously that's the move that's the move so what i wanted to tell you also was um the symmetry from this scene to the start of the episode where uh sam and dean are arguing about um whether or not Cass is really an angel mm-hmm. and whether it's really Cass that pulled him out of hell um mm. angels so are dean warriors is standing- of god Read the Bible. Angels are warriors of... <laughs> because, because no one else will on this set ever. <laughs> like, not to be rude. I know some people are Christian. I just mean, like, the biblical inaccuracies are uh, stunning. Uh, but what I meant was there's such a symmetry because Cass is standing right where Dean was standing when he was saying, why should I believe this thing is an angel? Right. And they're arguing yeah. about the existence of God and they're arguing about the existence of are not really arguing, but they're talking about the existence of Lucifer as well. Mm-hmm. So I think this is just a really nice symmetry between like him talking to his brother and him talking to the person who's going to become his best friend yeah. um, about whether or not this guy exists or is really what he says he is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like cool. they're having the conversation, does this thing exist? And, and then the end of the episode is that thing having a conversation in the exact same spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and kind of thematically similar. And I just think right. it was really fun. Yeah. Sometimes Supernatural's good, guys. Don't believe what they tell you. Um, and then the very last scene of the episode, Dean tells Sam what Cass had said about Lucifer um, yeah. rising. And, and Sam's like, um, so you're really doubtful about angels, but you have no question that this Lucifer thing is real. And Dean is like, yeah, basically. But it makes me laugh because it reminds me of in Seinfeld when uh, George is like (laughs) talking about somebody's like, I thought you didn't believe in God. And George is like, I do for the bad things. Which is (laughs) exactly Dean's (laughs) mentality as well. (laughs) 
That's really is good. Dean George Costanza coded? Is that what we're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From that, I'm going to say, yeah. I never watched Seinfeld, so if I don't Dean know. Was but... a, it, the, so Dean to me, actually, yeah, exactly. Because to me, Dean like, is kind of a loser who sucks, just like George is. But unfortunately, <laughs> I think that the show doesn't always agree with me. Supernatural, the show. Um, but in an ideal world, everyone see that dean is also george costanza <laughs> I, I i just saw a post about this like maybe a couple days ago where it's like dean is only enjoyable and dean only makes sense if oh. you think that he is a loser yeah I otherwise he's just i believe like, that arrogant. was yes oh yeah cite, cite our sources for me sorry no because you, yeah. you talk about it a little more and then i'll i'll tell you what it was from because i saw it just a minute right well it's yeah like it just the idea that like there is a lot of the show mythology and I think a lot of the creators kind of put him on this pedestal of, oh, look, he's the, you know, the righteous man and da-da-da. But then also, like, you know, he's so cool. He's into, like, cool music and he's the hero. Well, like, and, if you don't understand you know, that Dean is a loser, you end up with um, that after-school special episode. Um, yes. But if you do know that Dean is a loser, you end up having a good time <laughs> like it's just better great Absolutely. example yeah. andrew dab doesn't think dean is a loser he thinks dean is the he thinks dean is the like popular kid at school or whatever mm-hmm. like not popular but yeah like it he, Bad boy. that's why he's such a good character yeah, yeah. because i he's found the really post flawed. yeah read it, found yeah, the post. it read it read it read it from tumblr user come dumpstiel core aspect <laughs> Funny. Or as you forget what they sound like until you have to say them out loud. Really good. Thank you guys. <laughs> Core <laughs> aspect of Dean's character is that he is a massive fucking loser. And that's that's the basic uh just of it. Um it gets down to what Ella said. We'll link it, obviously. Um if we yeah. <laughs> choose to include it. <laughs> I don't know that I want to have me saying come dump on the internet. Um Well, we did have uh we did have Jess say um, that Spike was yum, young, dumb, dumb and yum, 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 dumb. Wait, that actually—that's better. Why did they start with young? It should have been yum, dumb, and full of cum. Yum, dumb, and full. Okay, the cast count for this episode is five minutes. Uh, so this is five minutes of cast, and I think you'll agree that every single minute is—it's worth these, it. I would call these dense minutes. You know what I mean? Like they're full of like really good. These are like um, gold standard cast minutes. Yeah, really, right really for the good. cast uh, analysis. Yeah. Very good. Um, shall we? Sorry get into, about everything. Are you doing? Um, are you leading us? <laughs> I'm doing. Excuse lines? me, okay, nice. please. Yeah. Why don't you find your business and I'll do my thing? Jess, <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, said. actually, what's your salt mine this week? Let's hear it. Um, I actually don't think that I have one. I really like this episode. I, I think that it works uh, really well. So I'll turn this salt mine into a sugar. What do you keep sugar in? Sugar packet. Um, really great job, sure. everybody. I really liked. Uh, <laughs> really liked it all. Congrats. That's really team. cute. <laughs> Good job. Um, what is your heart locket though? Well, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> my heart locket is. Cass throwing his hands up after Dean says, oh, no. if you say God works in mysterious ways, so help me. And Cass throws his hands up and Ian's like, okay, whatever. Um, and I, I found that in GIF form. So we'll put, we'll link that so that everybody can yes. loop and just watch him do that again and again. Really I special. Love these, it's like, important. Little natural um, moments from Cass. Uh, it's just yeah. like, 
I want really to special. eat eat that <laughs> if I could somehow yeah. eat that moment. <laughs> I love it so much. I want to eat it. Um, if they could bottle that shit, dr- I drink it. Oh, like I need that to- emotion where you see like a really cute baby and you want to like squish it. Yeah, like it's like that. Like for yeah. with the moment. Genuinely, this is one of my favorite cast moments. Like the whole series of the entire show. Like that throwing his hands up is like. <laughs> I like it's I love really it nice. So much. Um. So. There you go. Heart locketed, putting that around my neck, and I'll wear that till next week. Much appreciated. Um, Ella, what is in your salt mine? Or what did you find when you when you trekked to the salt mines this this week? I don't know. Like like we were saying earlier, we recorded this episode before. This is a little re-record because we done goofed. And I must have said something last time and I cannot. You want me to go find it? No. (laughs) Put it in here? Because I know you guys had like, something. I, yeah, and we can, and, but I'm we just can feeling so positive on the episode right now. Like, okay, no, I I cannot think of um anything in particular that like was really irritating. Um, uh, like <laughs> it's just you know some little lines here and there, I guess, which we already touched on. Um, but yeah, I it's just good. It's just a good episode. Last episode was so good. This episode is so good. The it's crazy that they do that. So good. Um, I wanted to ask you, Ella, about your heart locket. What's going in there this week? <sighs> Oof, you got to think about it. <laughs> you want a minute? No, well, because like, like I can't, I can't do the exact moment that Jess did. Um, <laughs> and it's like we can share. Hard to. <laughs> Um, I think it is just like I was saying earlier, like the way that they get on so well in this scene and they just have so much chemistry. Um, and I think it really just sets up their dynamic in an even stronger way than the first episode. I think Mm. just the whole kitchen scene is in my heart locket. It's horny. It's well shot. It's intimate. It's character development. It's a law drop about, you know, Lucifer, like. It's, yeah, it's just the best of supernatural, like all in one little scene. Great, I love that. What about you? I am gonna be mean and bitter because I wrote it down. Um, so I have to bring it up. There is a moment in, in when they when they discover the second batch of dead hunters, um, and they call Bobby about it, and he also found a batch of dead hunters. Uh, and Sarah Gamble wrote him to say they've redecorated in red and it sounds yeah. like that stupid and i brought that up last time we recorded it and yeah. i'll do it again it's, yeah, it's really I bad hated it. because i do think he delivers the lines in a way that is very um old school tv very 70s cop show um mm-hmm. and not that there's anything wrong with that but it's not what i wanna hear in in my this show. is a little tangent which you can definitely cut but like you know, um, doing the math, I, I've looked up Sarah Gamble. She's like 39 now. When she yeah. was writing this episode, she was like, what, 26, 27? She was really she was young, young working on Supernatural. She was 23 when she really started young. working there. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so like, I'll give her a little this room. Episode. It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting situation. Um, it's I definitely. Know young writers can be great. Like, I'm not saying that. It's no, no, just, no. Yeah. But I think it's fair to bring that up. Like, also, I don't want to 
constantly bag on Sarah Gamble as like one of the significant female writers in there, but I will be bagging on her. So I I I want it. To yeah, be well, she should have considered now. being better. Better. If she yeah. didn't want that to happen. <laughs> big one. Big also, one that she, she could have thought yeah, about. Like, she's I, making so much like, money. Like, like... <laughs> she's doing you right now. It's she actually, has tons of money. It's anti-feminist to not bag on her because you think that what you can't be mean to her just because she's a woman. <laughs> Wow, misogyny. Yeah, we've got to wow. be intersectional because, like, she's also a bit, like, bad with race. So it's like, yeah. yeah. There you go. We must remember. There you go. To, uh, All yeah, right. To be fair, but. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I don't truly care about her that much. I just don't want to be mean for no reason. Yeah, that's my salt mines. It's my bounty from the salt mines this, this week. And then what I, what I placed in my heart locket this week. I believe. Um, this is difficult. Why did I joke with you guys? Why did I mock you, Ella, for not having something ready? And I myself. <laughs> you know what? The gods have In my heart locket. You down for your hubris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, everyone. In my heart locket is the fact that Cass just is a friend um, to Dean with basically ah! no prompting. Dean's first friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just it just destroyed Ella. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, no, I just like they didn't have to be. He could have been. I don't know. I just anyway. This is the start Guys, of it. I don't, we I don't see more if, of it I next episode. I don't know episode, if I can do this. But... I don't know if I'm strong enough to be able to discuss all of this. But we I just know. think that at the at the core of Cass, what he wants to do is help. He wants things to be better. And so mm. I think that that really comes through in the way that he treats people. Um, and at the moment, pretty much the only people we see him talk to, the only person we see him talk to is Dean. So we get it. We get it through that lens. But I think it's really special anyway. I like him a lot. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's that's my, my portion done. I, I got my material out of you guys. Thank you guys. We're all we're all have like a nice little picture of Cass with his chap lips and his fuzzy hair in our little heart. Oh my god, his stupid chap lips. Someone get that man some lip balm. Dude. I'm just gonna look at him a lip you know what? You know what? Cass would love a lip smacker. He would love like a strawberry lemonade lip smacker. I know it. The root beer <laughs> one, he'd be into it. Go for it. I think that's fair. It's fair. I think I've only had a lip smacker okay. like once. Uh, tangent. Yeah, sorry. I have not had root beer. What is root beer? What is root beer? Well, it's a soda. Okay. Um, question. I understand it's a soda flavor, but like, what does it taste so, like? Okay, so it's a dark soda. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it tastes is like, it like root Dr. beer. Pepper? It's similar to Dr. Pepper. Um. It's not the exact same. I don't know the taste of Dr. Pepper that well, but um, it's a pretty specific flavor um, that's a little hard to describe, but it's herbal in a, in a way. Um, not filling me with confidence here. And I, I will... I had a root beer, but I was going to let it go. Now I need to know this. Wow, okay, didn't... No, I think it's root like, beer. honestly, it's just you guys. It... Root beer, I think, is like, an American. I, didn't know that. I think the rest of the world is having. It. Yeah, um, I think probably they have it other places, but it's not as big as it is. Great. Well, America. I'm gonna. Yeah, I've, 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 I don't think that I'd be able to send you um, a root beer, but I can send you root beer flavored 
lollipops and stuff. So I can get Maybe that to you. There's like stores here that sell like American, American stuff. stuff. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have a look. There's a sweet shop nearby that should be. We'll do like, a special yeah. little. We'll do a little um um, you know, tasters corner, and you guys can crack fun. a fresh root beer, and tell I don't me what even you know think. what I'll send you guys for that. Yeah. This is so rough. Anyway, that's our episode. Um, that is our episode. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Castcast, on Tumblr at uh, thecastcast.tumblr.com. Um, you can email us at uh, thecastcast at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you. So, you know, like, send us yeah. something and um, we, we could read it out on the show. And Or we could not. Or we could censor you. Or, Just yeah, keep that or we mind. could say nothing if what you say sucks. So. Yeah. If we don't spin yeah, the wheel, play roulette. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? Put effort in is all I'm saying. A big thank you to everybody who's tweeted about the show. Oh um, my God. Yes. If, if you follow us on Twitter and you retweeted our trailer or episode one, like that really means a lot because word of mouth is the main way that people are going to find our show. So um, that we really appreciate say, yeah. you and we love you. Um, we do. So lovely. Like the little kind of, you know, supernatural podcast community has been so sweet to yeah, us. Yeah. Um, really welcoming. So, yeah. yeah. Really, really sweet. It's so lovely. Um, so we love you guys. We give you a big kiss. The next episode that we're going to talk about is season four, episode three in the beginning. Um, so you can go watch that episode. And, uh, well, well, let's head back to the 70s. Let's head back to the 70s. Let's see some uh, blowouts. Let's, let's see some fringe travel. on some clothes. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a Because, uh, we are currently existing in a time machine where we have already recorded yeah. that episode. What? <laughs> um, if anybody has been wondering what we're thinking about the Winchester's prequel, I think we have a bit of a tangent during that. Um, yeah. Because yeah. things that happen in that episode are relevant to, um prequel thoughts yeah they did us so uh, dirty we will talk to you next thursday bye 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 how are you guys doing this week how are we feeling good good Good? um do you guys want to talk about what you're into lately i'm just into being really cold it's really cold for these yeah really cold temperature is it yeah i Um, have a 12 it's like a max of 12 a week um i don't know what that is in fahrenheit i'm gonna i'm gonna convert it give me one second evil no i mean take your time and it sounds rainy all day our max has been like 19 or something it's been nice we don't really have rain in the winter uh Mm. my region which i'm really uh i I enjoy except for the fact that my skin gets so dry in winter here it is yeah mine does that's all chilly yeah, and there's this weird thing where, like, I That's don't awesome. know why um, every single house that they built in Australia just, like, doesn't have good insulation. So, um, when in, like, the heat of summer and, like, the middle of winter, it is always just unbearable. Um, so, <laughs> it, it's 12, but, it like, it feels like 12 also inside my house. So, um, that sucks. yeah. <laughs> that really sucks. Um. I'm trying to, yeah, I was about to say, like, I'm trying to think about how uh, insulation 
actually works and functions and if it makes a real difference. And yeah, I don't think we're super yeah. insulated here as well. I think it's it's just a like a we just have nice weather in general, so it doesn't seem that crucial. Um so I think that's maybe it. Like you can if I put my hand like near my window, I can feel cold air like through my window. <laughs> yeah. Radiating. Do you yeah. have <laughs> like yep. do you have um Double glazed no. or single glazed? Single glazed. Uh, sing- single glazed. I do not fuck with single glazed. No, no one that's, should. That's it like even some exist. medieval shit. That's literally what it's like. And like air coming in like the edge of the doors. Like I have a few like things to like stop it, but it's just yeah. terrible. And like we only have a little heater. We don't have any central heating or like a reverse cycle um, air con or anything. That's terrible. Yeah. I, I, there's, I always thought it was so strange. I was like, why does every like American house have aircon or like a thermostat or whatever? Um, because it's so, like I, actually I really nice. People, I was like, cause you <laughs> fucking need it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's just always strange to me. I was like, you know, we don't have a temperature system in my home. It's not a this business. This is the thing. Like, it's definitely a very American thing to like be so climate controlled at every moment like but the thing is is that it's very nice and i do enjoy it it's comfy it is comfy you gotta give them our air conditioning doesn't work Um, so well in the upstairs of our house um and it's been really brutal this past week was pretty hot and going from um the downstairs which is like you know nice and habitable and then you go upstairs and it raises by like 10 degrees or 15 degrees and it's just like that's rough. <laughs> it puts me in a really bad mood. I'm really, I do not like to be hot and I get really grumpy about Fair it. Enough. I'm the same. Heat is like yeah. not good for the body. It feels wrong. Yeah. So, listeners, this is really I... enjoyable weather chat. Yeah. Oh, this that's what I was just thinking. I was like, we are, we just started recording so early and we've not done like any like chill catch up. We don't okay. have to put no. this in. The listeners, we call can talk- and tell us about the weather where you are. <laughs> um, we'd like to know. Let us actually also do, know do if you that. Double glazed or like, single glazed windows, chats. and uh, how like, you feel about central air. Yeah, and also if you think people who say double glazed is the only way should just like. Do you, you know, think that yeah. like landlords should be know. responsible for houses being insulated properly? Yes or no. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Do you think that if I, that if I as a person on the fourth floor hear the wind howling all night, is that creepy or cool? I think the answer is cool. Let me know. Um, the answer is cool. It's very cool. Um, yeah, there is a ghost. It doesn't freak the cat out at all, but sometimes I will be trying to sleep and the wind goes, and I'm like, okay, well, cool. I'm just going to be listening to I think music. I'm going to buy an electric blanket like that's where we're at okay definitely yeah. worth it it's it. just like constantly chilly in your house it's very draining also yeah. to be cold all the time when i was in college the places that i was in were always like pretty cold oh wow i have to turn you guys like, down because i can totally just hear you when i took my headphones off for a second <laughs> so that's probably picking up on the it might be doubled on you always want to turn us down you just want us to be quiet and, and she's silent. silencing us we tweet <laughs> We teach podcasters to silence themselves. <laughs> no one does that. Um, 
Okay. No one does that. That was just a silly little joke. Ladies and germs, okay. um, should we get into it? I think we should. I think we should. Stop clicking and right. stop moving. Yeah. So it sounds good. Yeah. Get comfy. Have a sip of whatever you need. I've got a ginger beer cracked open. Ooh. A Bundaberg ginger beer. Delicious. That's nice. Yummy. Can I have one? Yeah, here you go. Just mm. pass one to Oh, me. thanks. Ooh, delicious. Mmm, yum. So ginger. Delicious. Well sip. <laughs> Who's doing the intro? Me! <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to get really nervous again. This happens every time. Well, it's a lot of pressure. It's difficult. And if you do it it's wrong, of... we're quitting the podcast. Then so. we'll... Yeah, and we're, we're gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I just realized I didn't. Um, I don't have the. So. Um... Okay, oh, this happened last time. I oh, the how the says... fuck do you spell Phil Sigrisha? Phil Sigrisha. Nobody knows. Sigrisha. Say, say it as wrong I... as you can. Sigrikia. He's been. He has been directing some Sigrikia. episodes of The Boys. The the. Yeah. No way. Good for him. Okay. Well, you follow that money, <laughs> sir. Um, Get the track. Okay. <laughs> Why do I always get the giggles? <laughs> okay. Action. Oh, what was that oh shit. Oh my god, we lost Ilsa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. It's just like hung up. What the fuck? It was an action. What did you do? I was. My <laughs> bar. Uh, dropped. I was hitting. I was going. I was sw- switching between screens, and my um little uh, what do you call the the, the taskbar? Mm-hmm. Um, it dips in and out. I had the setting wrong, and as I was going to click, it just went away. <laughs> Click the hang up. I wasn't like looking at us, so I was like, "Where did that beep come from? Who's to say?" <laughs> it was so funny. All right, do going. the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay, okay. What do we say? Hi. We okay. say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Christian.